to a possum man. Home of the worst takes on the internet. Hi everybody. Uh, we are of hogs and men, and this is the uh, this is the the drunk bad takes on politics and science and just world shit podcast. So uh, buckle up. All right. So thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Um, so today we wanted to talk about the change in technology over time, and more importantly, how fast technology changes over time. So. Um, just as a just as an example for this, um, we want to talk take you take you way back to ancient Rome, where you know you worried about um, how sharp was your spear and was your spear made out of of bronze or or iron? You know, um, made a big difference. Made a huge difference. You know, how many how many people can you stab? Well, it's gonna <laughs> break if it's bronze after fifty. I don't know. So There's definitely a number. <laughs> <laughs> So then once you get to the Renaissance, which was, uh, we're going to say the next major time period, because, you know, I mean, we're talking about revolutions here. Um, so the Renaissance, um, you know, obviously you had all these art changes. You had, you had all these different inventions. You had Leonardo da Vinci, who, you know, made the original uh, flying machine. Maybe not, maybe not original. I don't know. So we can fact check that. But Steampunk shit. Yeah, he had steampunk shit. Exactly. Um, but... At the end of the day, you know, quality of life between people in the Renaissance era and ancient Rome, you know, at the end of the day, not that different. Like if you're if you're a commoner, you know, you're worrying about how are you going to feed your family? You know, how am I going to make money this week? Like, is the winter going to be bad? You know, what wars are going on? Whatever. So um, so that's in the 14, 1500. So that's that's about a thousand years after ancient Rome collapsed. Give or take. It's a lot of fucking time. It's a lot of time for for essentially not a lot of change. No, not no, at all. Not, not not a lot in terms of technology. Now, I mean, there was right. like there were philosophical developments that happened in this time, but right? But no, no technology. Yeah, the part really. we want to we want to drive home is just that the material conditions weren't that different, right? So then, so then the next major revolution that we can talk about would be probably the industrial revolution. Um, Obviously, you have uh, the cotton gin. You have um, I, I want to say cannons. I don't know if that's actually correct, though. Um, like they were prior cannons were older, but regardless, um, you have machinery. You have you have textiles industry. You have um, big machines to build things. You know, and this this yes. really brought the quality of life and the material conditions for you know commoners, which is what we're going to base this off of. You know, the the, the life quality of commoners. Um, yeah. really, really increased here uh, exponentially because then you could you could afford nice clothes like you could afford jeans, man. That's some good shit. That's that's good shit. Yeah. Like this this time period was uh, it, it was like the initial automation period, like what we're probably going to see within the next uh, 200 years, I'd, I'd say I'm pulling that out my ass. But like this was kind of the prototype to that because now you could automate industries. You could have division of labor right. in like, uh, in like warehouses and factories. You could have one person do each individual part of the manufacturing process, which streamlines how quickly you can make things. So this right. was a very relevant time period and it led to what we have today. Right. And even a huge, I mean, if we want to point out like one major revolution in this time period, um, in in 1885 i believe it was is when cars were invented like that obviously cars changed so much so um 
Dude, going going huge. from cars to horses, like you know, that's that's a really big, big change, difference. huge change. So, yeah, the, the the material, the material technological change really, really drastically changed from the Renaissance to the Industrial Revolution, which was only you know about three hundred years, give or take. Yeah. Compared to ancient Rome to the Renaissance, which is a thousand. So the next yeah. point that we'd like to drive home is um the information age, which is yeah. Supposedly yeah, started in 1968, which is um, the birth of the internet. Um, so going from about the mid 1800s, let's say 1840 was like the peak of it of the Industrial Revolution to the Information Age, 1968. That's 228 years, not very long, and not very long. Look what we have! Look what we've done! You know, yeah. we, we can send people to space. So it's insane. The yeah, the uh, the 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 radical change of the Industrial Revolution on society's like technological capacity was compounded like strongly by this uh, information age. So even even in this era, the information age. So 1968 to current is what we have. But um, I mean, even you can say from 2000 to 2020, you know, now massive change, massive huge change. You have you went from you went from flip phones to phones with keyboards wow incredible i mean remember when the, the motorola razor was huge that was like the that was like the cutting edge that was like it was amazing that was the coolest thing ever and then yeah. and then you had the the first iphone and then you have what are we at now iphone like 12 or 13 or something i think yeah i feel like 12 is the i right don't even number. i don't even know what it is I, but now now like the, the like <laughs> The cameras on the new iPhones are better than like my, you know, thousand dollar Nikon <laughs> from from like five or ten years ago. You know, like the yeah. like, it's just gotten so much better in in what twenty years roughly. So from sixty eight yeah. to two thousand, where you basically have computers to like the first cell phones that are that are popular, and then from cell phones being popular to now you have like supercomputers in your pockets. Like, oh, for sure, for sure. Because comparatively, if we think about like back when computers were first like invented, before they were profitable, when we had to fund them like forcibly through your tax dollars for them to even develop, a uh, I, I think it was like a, a megabyte of space of storage space would take up like a uh, the size of an average living room in terms of computer parts. To there's now, um, there's have- actually. Sorry, yeah. Uh, there, there's a, there's a picture of, um, I think it's 1998 of uh, Bill Gates. He's like, um, <laughs> he's on like a zipline sort of thing, and he, uh, he's like, ziplined down from a big tree, and he's like on top of this like stack of paper, like f- f- like a hundred feet tall or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, this is how much data like one megabyte can hold or something like that. It's kind of a crazy yeah. picture. But um, that is crazy. That's a megabyte, and now you can get like I just bought like a thirty-two gigabyte flash drive for like four bucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, if you had a one gig phone, that thing would be useless today. Yeah, you know? and, and one gig is a thousand megabytes. So a thousand stacks of paper, like fifty feet high. Time. Yeah. I mean, we can't even pretend to do this math. I mean, we could obviously, no. but <laughs> it's it's a lot. That's the point. It's a it's a lot. It's a lot. And that makes a huge fucking difference in terms of just technological development. Um, I mean, even just considering something as, as uh, revolutionary as social media, that, that change took from like 
what? I mean, that started like probably 2010 like, or something like that, maybe. Is, that's when it started really taking off. Because, like, I remember in like probably yeah. 2005, six, there was like MySpace. Whenever I was in middle school, oh yeah, MySpace. I forget about MySpace. Yeah. I never had one. When I, I'm, I'm too young. I never had one. Yeah. But uh, I, mean, I joined but, like, Facebook in like middle school, but like. Yeah, like th- this kind of social media stuff made it made internet uh, spending time on the internet and interacting with people through the internet into a, a normal thing. Because it, I remember when I was in like my earlier years of high school, like it was weirder people that were on like Reddit. Oh or, yeah, or like just spending time communicating with people online or having friends through video games. But like now, I mean, it's it's normal. It's standard basically for you to to meet people online and, and develop like exactly. friend circles that way. So I literally, I literally had um. <laughs> I think it was, I want to say it was like freshman year of high school or maybe it was still middle school. I can't remember, but I had this like friend that I had met online that like my mom who lived like lived close to me. Like my mom drove me over to her house and like we hung out and was like, oh, you met this person on the internet. Like who could, who could they be? Like, oh, like you should never be doing this. <laughs> and then like, and today now I, I go on the computer and I go on discord and I hang out with all my friends who live like hundreds of miles away yep. like you know every day and like yeah. some of these people i genuinely like i've never met them in my life and i and, and i like hang out with them yeah and they're meaningful yeah they i hang out with them every single day but yeah that that's a huge change i mean so so basically the point i wanted to make is like um from ancient rome to the renaissance it took about a thousand years renaissance to the industrial revolution about 300 industrial revolution to the information age about 200 um, I'm really, you can split up the information age. So we can say 1970 ish to 2000, that's 30 years to, to 2000 to 2020 is already a major change, which is about 20 years. So, yeah. And I mean, and you could divide that, those parts even further, probably, mm-hmm. uh, than, yeah. than we're thinking of. And like, basically the point we're trying to drive home is this is just exponential. Right. Change in technology is just getting so fast. And the big thing that we're concerned about and that we wanted to talk about today um, is the fact that our government in the United States of America cannot keep up with the rate of change in technology. It's um, Not at all. it's kind of scary because, I mean, as, as we all know, um, this is taking place on November 25th, 2020. Uh, Joe Biden is the president-elect. He's taking over and he's... I should know this. Uh, 77 years old, 78 years old. He's uh, regardless of who you won know? this election, this, this, right. this next president would have been the oldest president in U S history. Right. Regardless. He's an old man. Yeah. Regardless, it would have been a very old man and they, they just don't know how it works, you know, at all, so, at all. They can't relate. They can't relate period. Like, do you remember that? Uh, I think when they were, they had a, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zuckerberg on trial. Like, they do that, okay, yeah, that, that's something that they do, like, um, I mean, they had, a, they had one of those a couple of weeks ago, even. Like, they, 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 uh, they take all the, like, tech CEOs, and they quote-unquote grill the tech CEOs, according to the news. And I've, I've watched some of these, and they're literally, like, they're just, like, old-ass senators asking them, oh, how do I turn off my iPhone? Where, yeah, where's yeah. my email my app disappeared like you guys have no idea like ask your grandkids do not ask the ceo of facebook like they're they're just out of touch and they're dated and they cannot keep up 
Yeah, and like, mind you, they're making policy on this stuff, stuff right. that they don't even understand. It like, would, I mean, if you remember mm-hmm. net neutrality uh, from what what was that? Probably five years ago. Uh, that w- that was a big issue. That was something that like we could have had the internet be kind of considered like a utility, like uh, like uh, what's it called? Like, like or, or like uh, oil or, or gas of- or like or like water. Yeah, like- like radio more so like uh like where where it's kind of nationalized like where you can't throttle smaller sites and make them pay more to have the the same amount of uh capacity right. that that bigger sites do and uh but of course they ruled because this is America they ruled in favor of like private interests so you can charge or you can throttle service to smaller uh companies and keep them out of the uh you know, keep keep them out of the public eye, which this this is a step towards corporatism, which is, I mean, the trend that we kind of take in this. So whatever, I can't expect anything else. But that that was a big fucking deal, and the people that made that decisions were like ancient reptiles, like Mitch McConnell. And that's a problem. God, don't don't get me started on Mitch McConnell. Yeah, I mean, exactly, exactly that. Like you said, um, I mean, they just they just don't know. They just. Ignoring the fact that they're all corrupt, like let's yeah. let's pretend they're not. Let's pretend they're yeah. not. It doesn't even matter if they are corrupt or not, because at the end of the day, um, I mean, here's here's a fun fact: the average age of U.S. senators is sixty-two years old. They should How be are retired. Okay they should be retired. What? Like, why are they making rules? Like, are you serious? And obviously, that's average. So, I mean you could have half of them being 85 years old and the other half being 45 and it would, it would even out to 60, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. But still, how are, how are any of us okay taking these old fuckers and putting them in charge and saying, okay, you make, you make legislation on Facebook and Google, but, but we don't even understand what, but you don't even understand it. And it's, it really is a major issue. Like, dude, this is something that makes me like, I, I wonder if uh, if this is something where just we've had the entrance over time of more and more like corporate politicians, you know, people who are just because because obviously like our, our corporate sector has just been growing and growing and growing and their power over policy has as well. So I'm wondering if this is just because like we have more corporate politicians in office um, compared to like more regular politicians and the corporate politicians, obviously like uh, the corrupt ones, I shouldn't say corporate corrupt politicians are, are more likely to just like shoot down anything that potentially interrupts corporate interests. Um, whereas more like normal politicians would try to pass things like, like populist ideas because that's what they think their constituents genu- genuinely want. Like I'm talking people like, like uh, AOC or like Rand Paul, um, who have who have like real convictions compared to politicians like Mitch McConnell or Nancy Pelosi, who are just kind of like this. This is their career. They're going to get rich off of policy if they can. And I f- I feel like that like uh, that dichotomy, that uh, fundamental disagreement between those two sectors, could could have caused this kind of like decrease in laws passed. See, I don't I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously, neither of us were alive. I, I mean, so we were both born in the '90s, like late '90s. So, yeah, obviously, we can't speak of really politics until the mid 2000s to like 2010 is probably 
like Obama's probably when I started paying attention. And even then I was, I was in, you know, elementary or middle school or something yeah. like that. Like I was very young. So like, I don't, I don't yeah, we know were how it was. Before then, dude. Yeah. We were, <laughs> we were NPCs. I don't know how, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it was back then, but, um, I mean, the, the stark decrease in, in laws being passed, like, is that, is that a relation to, I mean, obviously our government has become more and more left as times progressed. I think, I think we can all no, kind right. of agree with that. It's gotten more right wing, no. I would say. Yeah. How, how is it more left? It's, it's gotten more focused well, on, okay. on private it's, interests, more, uh, you know, the, the, the line that separates government from the private sector has been, uh, it's, it's, it's lost its opacity. Yeah. These but I mean, in the grand like, scheme of things, our, our economy is kind of more so it's, it's not a command economy, but I mean, no. we've had this discussion. We'll have this discussion yeah. later also. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. We have kind of like a mixed economy where some of it's planned, but most of it's capitalism. Um, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of it is like, and, and, and again, with like societal issues, it's like if you if you are for civil rights, like we've had a lot of civil rights progressions, like that's more of a left leaning thing. Um, I mean, generally, Certainly, yeah. So the difference here, I think, is because okay, so like civil rights and things like that, and like gay rights, these are public perception things, right? So the public has shifted further to the left over the past, I'd say, 100 years. Um, and the way our government functions in terms of, like, uh, the way we deal with economics has shifted more to the right in the past uh, 100-ish years. Since, since about Reagan, since trickle-down. since, since Even the- before that. Because, like, I mean, if you look back to, to Dwight Eisenhower, who was a Republican president, when he, when he was in office, um, the top 1% of like the income bracket was taxed at 90%. That was a Republican. Now Republicans think of like Joe Biden's tax plan, which I think the corporate tax rate is like a 7% increase is what he's planning. That is socialism to these people. So like, the, so what I mean, basically in terms of uh, what, what you're saying is true in terms of uh, social policy, we're moving further to the, to the left as a whole, because this is something that threatens establishments less because it's just like, how do we treat minorities? Which I think mo- most people, as right. time goes on, at, the end, at the end of the day, it's not going to impact their monetary value. Like, they're going to they're continue making as much money whether gay people can marry or not. Right. It, it'll affect it less than, say, changing the way our economy functions as a whole and, and question it, take, bringing into question how much money is acceptable for an individual to make versus how much is not like so yeah economically i would say we've been moving to the right and socially at least the people have been moving to the left now there and we, and we have made great great strides in that direction too on social policy like you like you're saying um in terms of uh like the, the way we treat from like black people because we have big movements right now and i mean jim crow to now it's a big it's a big difference not, it's not good yet but it's a lot better um, and, and now we let gay people get married, which is great. I mean, but also, also like the, just the Oregon thing, like, I mean, decriminalizing drugs, that's left, but like in terms of economics, it's, it's moving more in my opinion towards an oligarchy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know, the, the, a lot, a lot of problems with our politics, especially moving forward with the, uh, advent of more and more powerful technology um 
kind of the uh, the bane of our existence as as like younger, more more technologically adept people is just the amount of boomers and and just fucking general like uh, dinosaurs that populate our political system, and we need to have people in Congress and in uh, you know governor positions and uh, the House and everything that are younger and kind of have not only an understanding of how these things work, but also just like a concept of what the impact moving forward will be like, like understanding that it will impact them kind of like climate change in that sense. Because like, if you're not, if you're old enough that you're not going to be alive for the problem, it's much less urgent to you because you are not going to face it. Right. So I would, I would even argue that um, it's not even just the government. Um, if you, if you are in a corporate workspace, like I am, um, the amount of, the amount of things that we do that, like, I, I am a younger individual. So if I look at it and I can say, why don't we just automate it? (laughs) Why don't we just (laughs) make it electronic? Like, why are we still printing really fucking anything? Um, yeah. You know, they they look at you and they're like, well, that's just how we do it. That's not a good enough answer to me. Um, And that's no, that's like, yeah, that's a that's a boomer mentality. It's just like, oh, I I like to see it in my hands. Well, yeah, that's stupid. That's really stupid. Why don't we make it faster and better and efficient if I just send it to you or like, you know, like you can can make it better. I think what you're saying is like uh, it, it points to their desire to preserve a legacy structure, which is like say right. the paper yeah, kind of online version. Um, and, and I mean, that branches into basically every facet of like production and work because we can, we are going to get to the point where we can automate these things and, and have less human power, less manpower going into it, less human time spent working on these things. And I think we ought to do that. We ought to couple it with populist, policy things that will help people because these things rake in so much money anyway with less manpower so that's less salaries that have to be paid we can couple this with populism and have like make sure that people that are going to be out of a job because of this basically still have the means to live and like take care of their family eat have shelter etc like this is overall a good thing as long as we're willing to let it be a good thing as long as we can block right as long as as long as we don't fight it like we kind of we yeah. kind of have to like it's 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 coming anyways mm-hmm. automation is coming anyways like i i would argue so like we said two, 2000 to 2020 is like the age of like the cell phone so 2020 yeah. to like i don't know 2025 or 2050 maybe or something like that i don't know oh yeah um, there'll be it's, it's gonna be the age of automation like a drastic number of people are going to lose their jobs to robots because that's how it is it's i mean you can see it coming now you know like it already yeah. happens like People who used to build cars, now they don't. Now robots do it. Like exactly, it's it's any manufacturing is already automated. So, and even like like what you're saying is true. And even like a, like a lot of people that are college educated will think, you know, this won't affect me though because I have a degree and that's what makes me special. I'm more educated than the rest. Da, da, da. But like but like it doesn't matter because when you uh, one example I can think of is like there are if you get a chemistry degree, most people who get a chemistry degree would think that like. You know, th- this is something, this is an invaluable theoretical, like, knowledge that I've learned that I can apply moving forward. And, and there's not going to be AI that can replace this, but that's you not You specify true. bachelor's degree as well. 
PhDs might be different, but yeah, PhDs would be different, but like, yeah, let's say a bachelor's degree, for example. Yeah. So, uh, there are, I mean, but even, even kind of like PhD research stuff is still, uh, it still applies here because like, I'm thinking of Google, Google came up with this, uh, like basically AI type program, which, uh, it, it comes up with organic synthesis routes, right? So like what synthesis steps you need to take to uh, achieve whatever product uh, compound that you enter into the program, right? It does this so efficiently that most chemists that would look at their proposed, the, the AI's proposed synthesized route or synthesis route, they'd prefer that over what a, a uh, actual organic like research chemist has come up with. So this stuff yeah, is not I mean, this is going to affect educated people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's streamlined. It's going to affect everybody. It's it's just simply better. Like it can do the math better. It can think better. It can figure it out better. It has so many more examples to pull from. Like uh, I don't know how be- you can you can look at AI and say, yeah, it's fine. I'm going to continue doing Excel spreadsheets for fucking forty years, yeah. and I'll be fine doing that. Like no, we can all like right now if we wanted to, we could automate if I had to guess like 40% of like office jobs immediately right now by simply saying we're going to do it, but we don't because we like a bloated system and we need everyone. We need the employment to be unemployment rate, excuse me, to be low. We need everyone to have jobs. We need them all to pay well. And you need to have a college degree to do that Excel spreadsheet. And it's, it's just an inefficient system. And if we just streamlined it, made it more efficient, made it better, you can you can cut down the costs. You can increase profits. You can tax more. Do a universal basic income, maybe allow everyone to do something. Educate people better, so that way they can better their own lives by creating those AI programs, or have them focus on something else, something beneficial. Because yeah, sitting there on an Excel spreadsheet is not beneficial to society at all no you're right and this is again this is again indicative of just people trying to fit legacy structures into a completely rapidly changing time because like yeah it doesn't fit and 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 this is somewhere where i could see like typical american liberals getting getting caught up in it and on like the wrong side of things because people tend to focus on like okay i need to uh preserve my job doing like something that can be automated and that's what we're going to like have a have a protest about that's what we're going to picket strike for we're going to we're going to strike against automation whereas i would argue that the automation if automation can do it more efficiently and better we ought to have that happen but take that take the money that will be lost by not doing it and give that to the people who will be out of a job because of it that that is what i think American liberals ought to focus on in this situation. I agree. I agree. I think, I think we, I mean, like it's coming anyways. It is. So I I think, I think we need to get ahead of it. Like, I I mean, I think Andrew Yang made a phenomenal like point on this because he, he said like, like we're, we're automating it anyways. And I'm pulling this right out of his playbook. It's, it's, we're, we're automating anyways. People are going to lose their jobs. Like we, we should get ahead of it. So that way these people don't get absolutely fucked. Yes, and they can survive, and then they can they can learn a new skill, or they can. I mean, the the biggest thing is like someone's going to need to build these programs. Someone's going to need to build this AI. Someone's going to need to build this infrastructure. Like 
So there's forget, jobs there. Forget your finance business bullshit degree where you sit on Excel doing doing absolutely nothing working from home right now because I know people who do that. Yeah, or and just instead, and, do something. Like Right, right, because what you're ma- you're making a really good point there too because like th- this this is something like let's say someone with just a finance degree who does like uh like investment accounting and basically you are taking a bunch of people's like 401k money and you're investing it so that it builds up and so that eventually when they retire they have something that they can like work with right this is something that if we take like we're like you and I are arguing the more populist route of we allow automation to happen we take the we take a big fraction of these gains that are exponential mind you and we give them to the people that will be shafted by this development now if we provide them with their basic needs whether it be through universal basic income or just through like housing stipends for everybody, like food stipends, X, Y, Z, you now, because those expensive expenses have been taken out of their lives, they now can already save money that they would not have otherwise been able to save. So that kind of does negate the point of having people who just in this system because of legacy structures that are in place because of prior lacks of technology now just have to deal with money, move money, try to get people to have savings despite their crippling bills and everything. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna remove the need, I think, for so much of those kinds of jobs. And I think we ought to go in that direction because those people, not to talk shit on people who work in finance, because like, God bless you, you're smart. But I think you could use that wisdom in different places. Surely there are other things right. you're passionate about besides the stock market. Exactly. I, I agree. I agree entirely. So we have we have all these people who are getting masters and I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't I don't know if there's a market for PhDs of finance or business or whatever. I, I don't, no I, don't I, I have no idea about that field. But regardless, you have all these other people. So we're we're in the STEM major, obviously. Um so PhDs are very uh I mean not common, but you know, they're common. Yeah, you, know, you see a lot of yeah. PhDs. It's, it's very, it's very common. Whatever, but if you could, if you could instead focus your energy to become, you know, a PhD in, I, I don't even know, like whatever, <laughs> whatever you're interested whatever, in, just whatever put you that energy want. exactly. Realistically, yeah. at the end of the day, the point of this is because we're going to automate it. Like you, you don't have to do it. I don't have to do it. There, it's going to do itself. And, if and that's we can, a good thing. And that's a good thing because then I can go and I can start my own business or I can go and fucking woodwork for, yes. for 16 hours a day because I like building tables. And you know what? It makes me happy. Yeah. Or you can go and if you say you do really like making spreadsheets, you can do it. Nothing's stopping you. You're getting you're getting paid because everything's automated. There's no re- there's literally no reason to have humans doing it yeah. anymore because we're so advanced at that point like th- this is the right. future give it another i don't know 200 years what was the what was the time period between the industrial revolution and the information age it was 200 years give it 200 years from now that like no humans Crazy are going shit. to be doing anything no yeah, humans it's going to be wally like we're going to be sitting in floating <laughs> space chairs like and no yeah, humans any, are any... going to be working anymore like so <laughs> you better do something that makes you happy because like what the fuck else is the point yeah, well that that's a that's a great that's a great point because like I mean Wally's kind of a uh, in my in my eye a great fucking movie but uh yeah, oh, that, yeah. It's, it's like more of the dystopian angle of this it's like assuming that right. all people want at the end of the day is get to get fat xyz but what you and I are kind of saying 
is like we want the freedom we want the freedom yeah. to do whatever we want i don't regardless of what it is i don't care if you want to be a mushroom farmer or something i don't care but you exactly. have the means to do it and you will you will survive you're never going to starve you don't have to worry about you know your children's education because it's all taken care of like yes. there's nothing to worry about you can do whatever you want and you'll contribute and is- to society and the argument that I typically hear against this is like, oh, yeah, but like some people are kind of like NPCs, you know, they don't really want anything or they like they like doing whatever their current job is. They like their legacy system job. But like the thing is, that's I don't think that's necessarily true, because if you look at like uh, if you look at like, say, a toddler, that toddler, anything that's out there that's interesting to them, they're going and doing that shit. Like, like if you look at just young kids, they just always are going to explore things and i i would argue that that is more it's closer to human nature because they've not yet been indoctrinated. yeah they've not yet been indoctrinated by our current systems to think this is what you can do this is what is supposed to be important to you these material things or like status xyz this is what's important they haven't had that instilled in them and they're focused on what they're actually interested in like like think of how many fucking kids how many like little kids know everything there is to know about dinosaurs you think they did that because they thought that that was going to make them money someday exactly fucking yeah, no, no way be, get out of here amazing point like and, and that's I mean, that was that's, the same it, way like the whole the whole reason I'm a scientist is because I I sat down not even sat down I I like I like going outside I was like hmm wonder why that happens or that's really weird that's cool why does it that happen like, they, it's cool. literally it's literally curiosity mm-hmm. and I I promise you I'm not the only one I mean there's there's like millions and millions of scientists in the United States alone how many other people have just like a thirst for curiosity and they they just simply do not get the opportunity to satisfy that and that and i would i would totally agree with you that i i would argue that 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 curiosity is human nature like how how would this species have evolved with the traits that have been selected for us throughout what our our hundred thousand years as people or or before that our whole nature is curiosity like that's the whole reason we we ate we ate cooked meat because one time lightning struck the ground and it was on fire and it was hot we were like well, what if I put this fucking mammoth that I just hunted with a stick? What if I put it in the fire? Mm, now my now my brain gets big and now I'm smart. Great. Or alternatively, lightning struck the mammoth and you're like, why does that smell so fucking good? Yeah, or that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's it's the yeah. same thing. It's like why did why did the Wright brothers decide that they wanted to build planes to go in the sky? Because they were right. fucking curious. Because they wanted to they wanted to see what it was like. They said Wow, that looks cool. What's it like to be a bird? Yeah, like we're we're stifling, we're stifling so much of humanity by simply just our our capitalistic. And I, I'm not even against capitalism because I think we can do it with capitalism too. We just or, have to have a mixed economy or something. Yeah, but 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 it's 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 just not. We need to embrace technology, and I think I think the way yeah. that we are going, especially with our old governmental system i'm not even against the constitution or anything that's not what i'm saying either we just simply need people who are in charge who understand how it works not even understand how it works just just are like appreciative if we have someone who's 35 instead of 65 in charge that's going to make a world of a difference 
Right. Someone who has a real stake in the future of things. And I, I want to circle back to what you said about the Constitution. And because and, you're making a really good point by, by having these populist ideals and still saying that the Constitution is valuable because it is. It was a, it was a, it was a great leap in, in terms of enlightenment thought uh, regarding what kind of, of like governmental structures that we think ought to be in place. It was, it was a great step in the right direction and something that they had that is fundamental to the Constitution that is not exercised nearly enough in this day and age is the, the amendment process. Th- this thing was not, they, the founding fathers knew. They people. knew it wasn't going to be perfect. They yeah. knew that, we, that humanity was going to develop on a curve and, and that we would need to amend things along the way. And that's why I think the, the amendment process is so underutilized and so important. I agree, yeah. Because like some of the things that we consider most dear in terms of our rights are amendments, like our right to bear arms, your right to free speech. These are amendments. Your the right bill, to not have a bill of free. rights, which is like the most cited thing, probably in like American like pop culture. Like everyone, like the, yeah. the like Second Amendment is like it's an amendment. It's the Second Amendment. Like we built they the Constitution. Like they didn't. They didn't care. They they said we need to just get something that works at first, and then yes. and then we'll that's, figure that's, it out later. That's literally what they did. So now that's we need ad- to figure it out later. We are later. We need to figure I, it out. I agree completely. Like the, in in essence, they were just trying to get the rough draft out there because you know we had just overthrown the British people, and if we don't have something in place, some sort of societal constitute that will say this is what we're doing. It'll just develop on its own, you know, so it's better to have basic rules in place and fix them later than to do nothing. And that's what people don't get. People look at the Constitution as more of like a like like barring the the amendments. Ironically, they look at the Constitution as it originally was written as like a biblical thing, as we need to stick to this because we are, even though our founding fathers didn't even believe that it amended. Right. They they knew it wasn't going to be perfect. They knew they knew what they said wasn't going to last forever. Which that's is, exactly which is it. perfect. Honestly, that's why I think the the Constitution is probably the the greatest the greatest thing ever because they they not only saw the flaws in their time, but they also addressed flaws in the future. They they sat there and they just brainstormed of like what could possibly go wrong. How do we address it? Let's build it into the Constitution. They did a fantastic job. Exactly, and like what are potential problems moving forward? And oh, here we'll we'll normalize. They thought amendment process so that as things pop up that we're not going to think of they can do that exactly that's a, it's, I mean, it's a perfect example and now we don't use it we don't use it whatsoever so the last the last amendment was, was it um the 27th amendment which i can't even what's the year of that 1921 that can't be it that's gotta be it yeah i i don't don't doubt that oh 1992 was revised Okay, 1789 is when that amendment took place. No law no, varying the compensation for the services of the senators and representatives shall take effect. Okay, it was proposed. It was proposed in 19 or sorry, excuse me, 1789 and ratified in 1992. I wonder how many ratifications took place in between those two time periods. I wonder how many probably amendments probably. have been proposed since then and have not been ratified. That we'll have another podcast about that. That's actually an interesting idea. Uh, yeah, let's put that in the spreadsheet. Save that one for later. Yeah, that is that is a really interesting one. Yeah. Anyways, so going going back, going back to tech. Um, yeah, <laughs> we need to basically find a way that we can deal with tech, and we need to basically. So, like we just said, the Constitution's great. It's awesome. They did a great job, but it's very slow. 
Yeah. So the next point that we wanted to make with technology here is um, deep fakes. Um, I don't know if any of you have experienced or seen deep fakes. Um, right now, they kind of suck. I mean, you can tell. It looks yeah. like the person. It, lo- it looks like a moving picture who, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen ones of Trump. I've seen one of, ones of Obama. I've seen ones of Hitler <laughs> saying actually- whatever. But I've seen ones that look pretty good. It's like it's hit or miss. If you're somebody who's like kind of gained a skill with this, you could make a pretty convincing video. But like, I think the point the point here that we're both trying to make is just like it's going to get better as time goes on. And it's going to be actually indistinguishable at some point between reality and a deep fake. The right, audio is exactly. especially good right now. The, the, the audio, audio is fantastic. You can you can perfect. make um and especially photos. So videos, videos, they're working on it, but photos right now, I mean, they can, they can make any, any human being like a pic, a picture of any human being at any point. Like like it's, it's, it's kind of incredible. So so you can take that and you can make, um, the driver's license pictures, or you can make like the Mona Lisa as a Mona Lisa. Like you can, you can use that for nefarious purposes very easily. Very, very easily, which is yeah, like, I mean, to touch on that point, you're making me think of something like, uh, like they, I, I've seen on Twitter, at least I know you're not on Twitter, but you've probably seen it on Reddit. Um, there are like AI, they're like AI, like gifts of AI generated faces, like, and they'll just blend them all, all together. So you have like yeah. infinite faces between different possible people. You could through that kind of technology and just like AI generated, like voices you could really create any kind of like scenario you want so right now if you go on the news if you watch like any major news outlet they uh they show a lot of like social media captured like exchanges between people and they use that to a political end so this kind of thing you could just manufacture that put it on twitter say hey this uh, this Trump person did X Y Z, and look how look how Antifa responded, and now you have AI. This is down the road, but like I don't think that far down the road, you have now a way to just manufacture propaganda. Like anyone, anyone can do it, and then if it gets picked up, it gets picked up. Yeah, I mean you you pay you pay whatever company fifty thousand dollars, and they they provide you with a Twitter profile of someone who looks real who says things that look real, who, you know, post gifts that look real or post posts like TikToks or whatever that look real. But, right. it, but it's AI. It's totally generated. Just fake. Yeah. And that, and that's and then like, you, you take that and then let's, let's pretend you verify them with a blue check mark because that means they're, you know, their word is law and everything yeah. they say matters. Yeah. You, you verify them because you pay Twitter another 50 K well, now with simply a hundred thousand dollars, I mean, obviously, I'm making these numbers up. I don't. It probably yeah. costs way less than this. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, you can you can take that, and you can you can push a uh, a Russian narrative or a Chinese narrative or or U.S. propaganda narrative or U.S. or U.S. Like, narrative you can, in a different country. You can push country. any of these. Yeah, in in another country or in our country. I mean, yeah, it, propaganda exactly. propaganda is everywhere and anywhere. So let's be honest. Thanks. Um. But you can you can put it anywhere. You can you can do anything, and there's no one who knows the wiser, really, 
then yeah, today, yeah. like there's no there's no so here's here's the thing with deep fakes is like they exist and right now they're not that great but give it really like i'm gonna say 10 years but probably like two years they'll be indistinguishable from real video oh yeah they'll be and a lot we have better. no way of detecting that like there's yeah. it's not like there's a program that you can run that gift through and say oh yeah that's a computer generated like deep fake right right, right. like that <laughs> doesn't exist there's nothing like that so you can yeah. make all this fake stuff but there's no way to check if it's fake no, I think it largely, and I think it largely depends, like how how quickly it develops. I think depends on how profitable it can potentially be. Like, if you look at just the meme context of it, like you can find if you just Google like Bernie Sanders eat hot chip and lie, you can find him giving the like copy pasta about like girls after nineteen ninety three, born after nineteen ninety three can't cook. All they do is like twerk, McDonald's eat hot eat hot chip and lie that kind of shit. Can get that, and it sounds pretty good, but there's no video that's that's convincing for that. But and, and and that's something that I would say is not super profitable. It's just more of like meme, like funny. Your your currency, whatever you're receiving for doing this, is just like views on YouTube. But like if we would look at something like like porn is something I think of. Like if if you have deep fake porn of people who are not in who who aren't who don't have a sex tape and you just like make their face go on to an actress like a pornographic actress actor whatever that's somewhere where if we allow this legally to take place that will cause gradual like significant development of this technology because that i mean that's just one example i can think of of a way that it, this could be marketable but there are serious like ethical considerations behind that because like i mean i think i think that's completely unethical to make like deep fake porn i i wouldn't like like i wouldn't want that made of me i can't imagine any woman would want that made of them it's kind of disgusting so if Man. we if we pass legislation to prevent this this will kind of decrease the uh or, or slow at least the development of this technology but if we don't or say for example like you were saying about propaganda and just like election interference etc um if governments fund this technology through, like, say, our our CIA or FBI, whatever, so that they can develop this stuff to sway elections abroad, then it'll skyrocket. Because I mean that that shit works when we fund when we fund projects that way. I mean that's how we we got computers. That's how we got a lot of military technology, etc. Just something that's interesting to think about. Right, and and really like. That's kind of not even my point is is the fact that we can we can manipulate anything or anyone like uh, so so going back to porn this is a very simple example but you can you can make someone who doesn't exist you can you can make their face their body what's happening it doesn't exist. It's like, it's like really, really in depth and yeah. or something like that, you know, yeah, it's like, like we really play. advanced basically, but, but let's pretend it's not doing that. Let's pretend, let's pretend. Um, it looks indistinguishable from reality. It looks indistinguishable, like, an which, which yeah. it will be at some point, probably it within will, the next totally. five to 10 years. If that, if that, so let's, let's pretend Donald Trump deep fake, um, well, I guess I guess he won't be president in January. So let's say Joe Biden deep fake. Biden say deep there's fake. a Joe Biden deep fake saying, um, 
we're going to take anyone who voted for Donald Trump, we're going to put them into a re-education camp, and if they don't oblige, they're going to be put into a for the rest of their lives or something like that. You know, basically, yeah. basically threatening them with, um, you know, like some, the, something the very... of their livelihood, something very drastic, yeah. you know. And Joe Biden doesn't say that, but this deep fake does. And but so people, yeah, if you're, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Facebook and you're seeing that shit and you're someone who's already kind of like choosing, like I'd say probably 5% of the population in any, in any like party or like ideology is like a complete ideologue and like emotionally roped into it, like completely religiously like a zealot invested in it. Those people, if they see something like that from Joe Biden, you're not going to be able to say anything to them that proves it wrong. No. At least in and- the moment. And more, more importantly, here the the point that I'm trying to make here is, um, you you have Joe Biden deep fake saying this. It's not the real Joe Biden, but but it's but it's his deep fake. It's someone someone that um someone made an AI program of him. Um, and as we've seen it within, I forget when that was. I want to say it was like September or August. Um, there was there was someone some group. That hacked, uh, I believe it was Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Donald Trump's Twitter, um, Elon Musk, I believe, was hacked. Like all these yeah. huge, huge people. I remember that they their Twitters were hacked, and and luckily, luckily, all that they posted was, you know, oh, I'm feeling generous. Send me Bitcoin, and I'll send you twice as much. Like they did the RuneScape, like I'll double your gold hack. Literally, that's literally what they did. That's what they did in real life. So fucking funny. But what? What if it wasn't that? Because they had access to Donald Trump's Twitter, like his his Twitter. Yeah. Like what if? What if they had posted like a like a TikTok thing? I don't know. I I don't know how Twitter works, but whatever. (laughs) At some point, they'll have like video system, like 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 uh like TikTok or like Instagram live feed or whatever or Snapchat. Like, what if they had just posted like a Donald Trump deep fake, and he's like, "Oh, I, I can't, I can't wait to bomb Iran. It's gonna be so perfect, it's so beautiful. No one's ever bombed Iran. Like, I'm gonna bomb Iran. <laughs> like, what if they do some dumb shit like that? And no, that's a- we end up in World War Three. Like, it's, it's, it's. And I wish I was joking because it sounds really stupid right now. But, but seriously, wait, wait, two to five to ten years from now, and like, you're gonna say, "Wow." I really wish we didn't have deep fakes of everyone doing everything. Like it's hilarious because it's going to fucking happen. Like, like what you're, yeah. you made me, I, I never had thought of that. Like, like imagine somebody hacks like the president's Twitter and then he's already been hacked. Like that. That's what I'm saying yeah. is like, we're, the government is so behind on all things technology. It's not even, it's not even deep fakes. They're not even behind on AI. They're behind on fucking cybersecurity, which is such a, yeah basic thing i mean like just fucking two-factor authentication when did that come out like 2010 i don't know like you you have your email and then you have your phone number and you 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 verify both with each other and like it it works and you're you're secure yeah nobody you don't even do that and you're the fucking president of the united states like yeah and Joe Biden, like he's he's what seventy seven years he's old. Like older, who's gonna he's say he's older than Trump? Like who's gonna say he knows to like two factor authentication the presidential account? Like fucking who knows? Exactly. He's gonna probably leave, like forget his phone on a chair, and some journalist can just pick it up and say, 
LOL, got Joe Biden's phone. Like, <laughs> at least I think he's probably babysat. He's probably babysat pretty hard, at least. Yeah, at least at least Biden's babysat. Yeah. Like, but, like but the that's not the point, you know. Like, we need we need younger people in charge because yeah. these fucking old fucks do not know what is going on anymore. I agree completely. If your password is pass password one, you should be executed at the stake. That's what I think. <laughs> I do agree with that. But like, <laughs> I mean, you're making a you're making a great point though, because like even beyond like just the presidency, like any any position of government, if you have a deep fake released of you after you've been the hacked, damage that can be done is like massive because it's instantaneous. Because the way that uh, the way that like global um, like like foreign policy works, because this is the age of nukes. It's instantaneous. Basically, any leader that I've that I've heard of can instantaneously have military action if they need to. And if we have another Donald Trump in our country and one in one other country who's so reactive, basically, um, if there's a deep fake released, who's going to say they're not going to, you know, mount an attack on another country? Right. Quickly. And there's and like I said, there's there's no way to detect that. Like at least to my knowledge, maybe there's some like CIA top secret thing to detect deep fakes. I don't, I don't know, but like, there's no, there's no way yeah. for us to detect that. There's no way for us to say, oh yeah, that was a deep fake. Like if there's a Republican senator that like had a deep fake of him saying like, oh yeah, he grabbed him by the pussy. That's the way to do it. And then he's like, no, wait, that wasn't me. That was a deep fake. Like. How can you verify that? There's no, there's no way. So yeah, either you ignore it, or you say, "Well, he's gonna grab him by the pussy." <laughs> I, guess that, I guess that's a bad example because we literally no, ignored but, that. But, but so that, yeah, that, that's kind of yeah, we did actually ignore but, that. But, I mean, that's <laughs> more of the like point. A stands, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, the the point the, the point you're making rings true though because like there's no technical way we can like. Prove that it's not true, and I guarantee you, most like at least I mean, maybe not most, but at least like half of the country doesn't know even what a deep fake is. Like if I talk to my parents, exactly, yeah. I guarantee you they'd have no idea what I'm talking about. And and that's like that's a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of people that vote. So if there's enough, I'm sure it's of this shit, more than half too. Honestly, Mo- most people are not even like dude, they can't even set up like a fucking Chromecast or something. Yeah. You know. Like most most people don't even know how to set up like basic like internet infrastructure. Like, oh, that's true. I, like, we we are we are just so severely behind on on education and the government education. Like, it's I mean, it's it, it really is comes down to an education. I agree completely. Like, that's we're not we're mean. not teaching people enough on how things work, what to do. How, how more, most importantly, really, I think, and this is something that you and I have both learned a lot of as STEM majors is mm-hmm. if I don't know what something is, I have the means and know how to look it up and, yeah. and like, like really do research. Most people do not like they go to a simple Google search and they type the, t- they like click the first answer or whatever. They don't, they don't know yeah new york post and it's some, <laughs> it's some shit article or it's like fucking babylon b because that's what came up and they're just like okay this is it yeah. like you you and i know to check multiple sources 
we know to um, corroborate those and compare them and think about what we know already and what we don't know and compare the two sources together and collaborate and, and, and see multiple viewpoints and like we know how to do real research. Well, and that one, that's a really good point Most right there. Yeah. That's a really good point. Like, like, like moving into the future with the internet era in general, like just knowing how to like simply Google and, and, and find yeah. like uh, accurate sources. Because when you, I, I, I remember watching on uh, some, some news network, probably CNN, there was some uh, woman on that came on. She was going to talk about QAnon and, and how that has kind of taken a hold of so many like that are that are MAGA people, um, and and th- this woman was a former white supremacist. She was a former neo-Nazi, and she basically was just talking about like how she got there, uh, why people in her position uh, wind up where they are, and uh, what what she. One of the things she brought up is like she's in an echo chamber. She's only watching like videos that. Like, like she doesn't watch news. She just watches videos that kind of confirm her biases. She, uh, right. She was saying she would Google stuff and like learn from like suspicious sites. Um, what, what the truth is about whatever. Um, and she brought up that point about QAnon supporters, essentially that they are people who are, behind the curve in terms of how this technology works, how to, how to utilize Google as like an effective resource in terms of learning about the world. And so they, they overestimate their ability to find accurate sources and they believe what they see on Facebook. So then it winds up turning into, I'm definitely right. I definitely know how to look for reliable sources and this is what I read on Facebook and it's been confirmed. So this is true. Even something as, con- as cartoonish as Anon is happens. So like moving forward, I agree completely. Education is an important thing to emphasize, especially like for us, what was reinforced as STEM majors in terms of finding reliable sources, learning how to discern truth from. You know, exactly. And I, and I think a huge part of that too is not, um, it's it's not like the answer is funnel billions of dollars more into education. That's not the f- no, that's, that's not, not it. the fix. The fix the fix isn't money. Like the issue is not money. It's restructuring. We need, to, we need to restructure exactly. We need to talk about this is this is what I mean. Even in college, so I went to college. I graduated um about two years ago now from from a state yep. school, and. My, my, like, my English classes in college were handwriting papers and, and grammar checking myself. Like, it's, it's, it's just dated. Everything is dated. It's not, that is not, like, it's not how it works anymore. I go on to, yeah. I go on to Microsoft Word and everything is spell checked for me. Like, I don't need to do that myself. Exactly. Like, it's, it's, there's, there's, there's levels. You need to go to the next step. We need to not focus on simply just grammar. We need to focus on content. content. Exactly, the content. Because, I mean, Microsoft Word is going to just just search it. Like, it's it's just going to check it. And it's going to come out probably right with the grammar. Maybe not always, but whatever. But it's like we're we're not we're not focusing on the right things. And the, the answer is not throw more money at it. It's 
it's reorganization. It's redesigning. It's it's rethinking how we do it. It's not it's not what we're like. If we give if we give teachers, I mean, okay, I won't say this. We should we should probably pay teachers more. Yes, definitely, hundred percent, hundred percent. But it, but the but the answer isn't it like give every school a billion dollars. Like the answer the answer is rethink the curriculum. Rethink not even the curriculum. Like you can you can leave the curriculum, but allow teachers to teach how they want to teach. Yes. It's in my opinion, like, this is very similar. This is very similar to the police issue. The The answer is not to throw fucking more money at it because that doesn't, that gets, that gets exactly. put into the wrong places. We're standardizing too much. And if you standardize, yeah. it doesn't fix it. It doesn't make it like in some cases it does like, yes, in, in, in like very specific cases, very you, specific. Can't, you cannot standardize how many people are in the United States? 350 million? You can't standardize yeah. 350 million people. Like, let alone if you pick one state. Like, you can't standardize a single, like, Pennsylvania has what? Like, 7 million people? Probably, probably 7 million people in fucking Philadelphia. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think they have, yeah, I think it's 1.5 million in Philly. Okay, that's way less. That's, that's a fucking but lot. Regardless, though. that's, that's, that's a, a huge amount of people. Like you can't standardize 1.5 million people in a city no. alone. Like it's no, we just and, need so, a, and I'm, I'm not one to think of the solution. I don't know, but, but, but here are some of the issues that we can clearly see that are not working and, and no one's even addressing them. No one's even bringing them up. Exactly. And, and these, this, this between policing and education, these, these are examples that ring true. Um, to the point that just just th- simply throwing more funding at something does not fix it. What's needed is restructuring. And, and this kind of leads into the ultimate point of this podcast, which is just like in the, ad- in the advent of exponentially stronger technology, we need we, we, we ought at least to consider which legacy structures are worth keeping, which, which are necessary to maintain, and which ought to be dismantled moving forward for the betterment of mankind. And I'd say policing certainly ought to be dismantled and rebuilt. And I'd say education too. Education uh, generally favors more of a, like an individual's institutional role under an authority figure than it does their personal development in terms of like logic and reasoning and dealing with the world around them and learning how to think. And I think that's something that most people ought to consider. So yeah, exactly. That is, um, we, we just simply do not, we don't focus on the right things. We, we pretend like we, we know what's going on with tech. Like, if you were to ask any senator or congressperson or any fucking president or would be president in the next 20 years, like maybe not 20, I'll exaggerate, but, but anyone in charge, like they're not, they don't understand what is going on with technology. Um, if you listen to an interview with, um, like Jack Dorsey or like, um, you know, any, any, any of the people in charge of like the big corporations, like, they're 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 doing ai like whether you like it or not they don't give a shit at all they're already doing it and whatever you whatever you thought of whatever you're going to question them about like how like you if you ask him oh how how are you collecting my data 
and he's working on how AI is going to change your mind for you. Like, how is he going to answer that? And and you're going to make legislation on that. Like, we yeah. just we just simply need people who already understand. And I'm not saying like we need like tech CEOs in charge or something like that. Oh, no. But oh, we no. we need people who are younger and people who like we need we need real qualifications. Like you getting a a business degree or a political science degree, like. I'm gonna go. I mean, this might be controversial. Controversial, and I understand oh, that. Sure. But say it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree um, with you. If you have a political science degree, I don't think you're like qualified to be like in politics. Absolutely fucking not. Like, you're not qualified. And if you if you hear not. this right now, if you and hear I this, apologize. This, and I, I really do because you're you you would just don't know what's going on. You you don't know about science. You don't know about I technology. Don't. There's so many other things besides fucking. The law is important, obviously. Obviously, you should know that. But, like, if that you don't it. know what AI is, if you don't know what fucking cryptocurrency or, like, like I, I don't know what to tell you. You don't yeah. you don't belong. If, if, if you, you believe in QAnon, you don't belong. Absolutely fucking not. If you have a problem with, with us saying that if you have a political science degree, this does not qualify you to be a politician, please, for fuck's sake... We'll be on. We'll be on fucking uh, Twitch. Argue it, yeah. Please, yes. please come on Twitch. It. Hop on Twitch. Hop in that chat. Fuck your shit. We will bring you on the Discord, and we will fucking fight you. Please, for fuck's sake, come on, come on. We want it. And we're open to changing our minds. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not strict on that. I. I just. I just think. Oh, if you can change my mind, you, you can change my mind. I change my mind all the time. Exactly, I, and I, I think. think I think know. going. That's like a. That's like a tangent. Is um. If you can't change your mind, I think you're a very weak person. I think I think if I think if you're stuck in your ways, I think you're a stupid individual. And I don't I don't care I don't care who you are. Um, Just eat media. If you can't change your mind, you're a hog. Yeah, which is what this whole podcast is based about. Like you, that's that's podcast. You just gobble up. You're you're wrong. You are wrong. I don't care. Um, You you drink you drink that propaganda like a milkshake. You're a fucking mm -hmm. hog. And I will be too if I don't. If I left or right, left or right, left or right. You yeah, need people so, to combat your opinion. You need people to say, no, I don't think so, and this is why. To make a good point and not say, oh, you're a Nazi, or oh, fucking libtard, go back to your yeah. subreddit. Me. That's a great, that's a great, those are great examples. Or like, like, yeah, like Twitter echo chamber, fucking parlor echo chamber. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you if you if you cannot if you in, cannot in good faith make an argument against what somebody else is saying, and you cannot later find a good faith argument that defeats what they're saying, and you can't accept that they are probably right, you're hog. You lose. Yeah. That that is. I mean, that's what this podcast is about. It's about hogs, and it's about yeah. men. <laughs> men being men and women, obviously. Yeah. Men being um, all, all mankind. Which I, I I don't think I have to point this out, but it's 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 played off of of mice and men, yeah. Which is which is a book. Um, you should read it. It's a fantastic book. Um, but of hogs and men, it's it's a yeah. It's just a clever clever trick. Hogs hogs are these people that we're talking about right now. People who refuse to change because honestly i don't know why i don't i don't know why i really don't the slop they're eating has convinced them that 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 this is the only way 
I, I guess so. But I, I, I would like to think that if you saw a, a, not even a way out, but like a better way that even if you were a hog, you'd say, hmm, that, that open gate is looking pretty good. I wonder what's out there. Like, I'd like to check. But they're not I even admire. checking the open gate. Like they're not even going through and seeing what's outside the fucking pen. They're just they're just content that's, eating shit. I don't know. That's why they're hogs and not boar. Because the hogs will just continue eating the slop regardless, because that's what they know. That's what's normal to them. They'll stick to that team of hogs who eat the slop. They won't ever venture past it and grow tusks. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, so basically, that's the point we're trying to make, guys. Um, if you followed any of that, we appreciate it. Um, basically, our our point here is technology is simply moving way too fast. Um, it's it's exponential. I mean, if you were to graph this, I'm sure it would be we'd be at a 90 degree angle right now. You know, we like it's technology is moving so fast, and our sure. government is going like inverse to that like we're going downwards we're getting we're getting people who are older in charge and they don't know what they're doing they don't know anything and we just need to fix it and like it's fine you know it's not it's not a big deal we'll we'll fix it we'll come out on top it's we just we just need to address it you know it's not it's not a big deal it's fine but we'll fix it and by talking about it i think is the first good step and by saying, um, acknowledging it, really, of course, I mean, we need we need to say, yes, we have an issue with this, and then we need to fix it. So, Thank you very much for joining us. Um, we are of Hogs and Men. We hope that you are men and not hogs. And if you're hogs, please fucking fight us on Twitch. And even if you are a hog, argue your point, we'll try and convince you otherwise. Yeah, if you, if you convince us, then, then you're not a hog. Mm-hmm. Follow us at um follow us on Twitter at of Hogs and Men Pod. And you could see my hilarious tweets as well as my co-hosts' hilarious tweets. We appreciate you guys for listening. Um we hope you guys have and gals um have a lot to talk about. Um feel free to message us, DM us, whatever. Um like I said in our previous intro, we're working on um we're working on a Twitch still. We're working on a YouTube. Um, you know, we're just starting out, so we're, we're we're working on a little bit of this and that, trying to trying to get out there. So, um, we'll keep updating you guys as we set more stuff up. And we thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed everything. Yeah, hope you hope you enjoyed it. And as always, um, feel free to message us about grips that you have with us. Um, arguments things that you don't agree with things that you think are great you know like i said dm us on twitter and we appreciate it give us shit kiss our ass whatever just just exactly just just interact we enjoy interaction we don't care what you do any of it we love it all right well we are of hogs and men and thank you very much for listening we appreciate you have a good time